and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nicholas. On today's show, we will be talking about the first four episodes of X on the Beach Season 3. Three. That's right, folks. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Ashley and I, I believe, have differing opinions on the matter. I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. Come on, can't you just tell us now? I don't like it. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> I don't like the show. So, oh, wait. Oh, you don't like Oh, you don't like the show. You were admitting. Yeah. I think you're like I don't like to start before we're ready to oh, start. Oh, no, no, no. I'm you, just straight up just saying I don't like the show. Ash, I was kidding when I said tell me. I didn't want to know Nick, until You need to think of a hand signal, okay? If you're kidding, I'm or going not. like this. <laughs> I mean, you guys can't hear me, but I'm doing something crazy. Can't you hear me? Nick's not doing anything. <laughs> I was. I swear. Oh, it's already gone off the rails. God flabbit theater of the mind is going to be the death of me. Well, we're going to talk about X on the Beach season three um, after we talk about our lives. Right. And you wanted to talk about something. I just got a city bike membership. Yes, you did. That's the show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, it's like um, something in New York where you basically pay a annual fee, and then there are all these bike stations, and you can hop on a bike whenever you want and ride it wherever, as long as you return it to a station. And it's really been changing... The game for me. No, it hasn't. It has. It has not. You've it just has. taken a few bike rides. I've taken four in the past week. All right. Here, here's the thing, folks. Uh, I've done city bike. I recently took a bike ride with Ashley, and I tested it out one other time. So I've been on them Nick's a hater. twice and only really been on them once. And I did my 30 minutes, and uh, it, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I didn't hate it. There were points of it that I absolutely loathed. Uh, which I guess we could talk about, but I, the real reason I'm I'm bringing this up is because you don't you have two bicycles that you own. First off, you didn't bring it up. You were like Ashley has something she wants to talk about, and then I brought it up. No, I, I the I could diatribe, talk about something else. The diatribe I'm I'm going on oh, is okay. all a lead up to me saying it's not about whether or not I had a good time. You had a good time. I'm bringing this up because I'm saying you got. Two bikes, not even one bike. You have two bicycles. I do. They're great. And I love them. You don't use them. Well, it's complicated. Well, let's get into it. I mean, well, one's a road bike. Folks, by the way, I've been waiting to ask <laughs> Ashley about this for one week, and I know I can ask her without her actually getting mad at me on the podcast. Okay, continue. So one's a road bike. It's got really skinny um, tires and wheels, and they bend really easily. And so I've ridden it in New York City before. And you bought a bike with wheels that bend easily, Ash? freaking buy it. It's my mom's from 1986. Okay, so this is the one that's hanging in our yes, but hallway. I have ridden it down to Prospect Park, and when you get on like a bike lane or something, you just fly, and it's so much fun. Yes, so it's a cool bike. It's a super fun bike. Um, and then there's one in our hallway. So that's the one hanging upside down. <laughs> it's the one that's in our home. It's a beautiful color. And too. you know it's, it's gonna champagne. fall and, and, and just kill our cat one day. Why would it's you just say gonna that? fall and drop right on, on little Lily's head and you know she's slower than most cats. You she know is this. really slow. Even okay? though she helped me catch a fly today by doing some weird chirping noise to let me know there was a fly. <laughs> Our cat's a little freak. It's she not like other cats. She didn't even kill the fly, no, you guys. No, she doesn't know how to do that. The, the fly was like right in front of her, and so she just was like making a chirping noise, so I would come over and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess she's good for weirdo noises. She's good for noises. So there's that bike. It's so hanging fun. over our heads. I, it's almost so like I forget fun. that it's there like i have to remember that it's have there. you ever been on a road bike like a no, fast road I'm bike i'm not interested Ooh, it's you have the to best. bend over too much you fly yeah you do have to bend over a lot okay so that's the one bike that's out of commission it's mm -hmm. in our home for reasons we're not too sure yet yeah we know why why is it here because one day i'm gonna ride it <laughs> I Why used don't you to ride it all it the time. Sell it to an enthusiast for like a thousand dollars. I love it. I used to ride it all the time when and I then lived. Buy li Lily a little bicycle in Greenpoint, but like our neighborhood is just so many potholes. It's like very difficult. Yeah, that's never going out on the road. All right, my new my new project is selling that while you're out working or Nick, something. What? You can't do that. Okay, fine. I'll throw out all your hats. <laughs> don't you dare throw out all my hats. I've been working on my hat collection. Yeah, you guys should see. We have a <laughs> wall covered in hats. Leave my hat wall out of this, folks. You don't need to hear about my hat wall. 
listen, we're, we're, this isn't about me. We're picking on you right now. Okay. okay so that's the one bike that yeah. you own but don't use. Yes. What's the, what about the second one? The second one is like a little errand bike that's, um, it's on, in the hallway of our building. It's just like a very basic one speed bike that you would, with some good sized tires that you would ride around if you like wanted to go 10 minutes away. It's a little errand bike. You're trying to tell me you can't take that bike out on the road. You bought a bike and and you can't really ride it around. It can That's only be out for 10 minutes. No, it's just like a neighborhood bike. I wouldn't want to take that bike on the Williamsburg Bridge, for example. It doesn't have gears. Okay. So it's like it's just for getting around. So when you live in when you live in North Carolina, you have two to three bikes. You have one bike that's a road Wait bike. Wait a minute. Let me just tell you. You have different bikes that serve different purposes yeah. in North Carolina. This one's seems a, crazy. One's a road bike if you want to go on like a long like ride through the like farmland and it's so pretty out. That's a road bike. You're going fast. Mm-hmm. Then you have like a little neighborhood bike which is just a one speed and you can like hang bags from the handles because it's the dippy handle. And then you have um, a mountain bike if you want to go like out in the woods. In the mountains. Wait yeah. a minute. You need a woods bike to go no, by can... these rules. Oh my god. So all right, fine. So this is just an errand bike. Yes, and but that's I why have taken that out. I've taken. I haven't taken. I it. saw you take it once. Yeah, I've yeah. taken it out. We, a lot. You bought it. It's heavy. It's very heavy, <laughs> and we live on the second floor. We live on the third floor. We live on a floor, and you have well, to walk up and down. Uh, you know, so, city bike so is great because you just you take your bike somewhere, it seems like and you... then you can dock it, and then guess what? You don't have to worry about it anymore. That is That's true. what I'm looking for. Yes. No responsibility. I think, I think you could sell the errand bike. I might could sell the Because the city bike. bike, even though it has fat tires and you only you can it's dock an it, it's bike. an errand bike. It's an errand bike. Unless you want to do an errand east of uh, DeKalb Avenue in Brooklyn. Yeah, because then there are no city no bike city stations. Bikes. As a matter of fact, the city bike station that we took from when we went on our bike bike ride, yeah, I kind of looked at last night. Yeah, that is the easternmost city bike station in New York City. That's a real shame. They yeah. should fix that because there's other you know other people want to take the bikes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they that's do. true. I've talked to you know we got friends out there and they want to get a city bike membership. I mean, and they only gave gave city us city bike. Are you listening? They only gave us city bike little things because they started shooting the L down and the yeah. L you can't wear. And as soon yeah. as the L started uh, acting wonky, uh, now all of a sudden there's like a bunch of city bike stations in our neighborhood. Anyway, long story short, you guys, I got a city bike membership. Having the time of my life, it is like making everything better. I rode my bike down to. Um, prospect park the other day to pick up a plant i'm just taking a bike on like little 30 minute bike rides around the neighborhood just to get some fresh air it is enhancing every day making me happier i tried to get nick on this bike he was a big baby he hated it what you hated it wait i hated it for a second babe you hated it the first time you took it. You, I was like, here, use my pass. You took it for five minutes. You came back. I got, I like, got back to the house. I got a notification on my phone. Like, your city bike is docked. It was like three minutes. I took it around the block, literally. Why what? did you hate it then? I hated it because that one, I kind of felt the gears were shifting uh, without me touching it. And I also felt like the pedals were going to snap when I stood up. And was pedaling with it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The it, pedals aren't going to snap. That one felt like a janky-ass city bike. Uh, the one that I went on when we went on our bike ride felt a lot more sturdy, and I enjoyed that experience. Yes, you do hit the little bell by accident every once in a while. Yeah, that's my biggest There's issue. There's a bell on the handle that blends right into the, to the handlebar. And uh, when you are getting too close to the center, all of a sudden it goes ding. Yeah. And everybody around you thinks that you're mad at them. Yeah. Uh, that is annoying. That is very annoying. It I should hate be a that. physical bell on the you top. You know what's cool, though, is that, like, um, you know, Julia and I took the, we took two city bikes down to Natasha's birthday, which was like down, down all in Brooklyn. All past guests, all past guests. Yeah. And the lights turned on at night. The lights turned on. Yeah. How did that happen? They, I don't know. That's weird. That's it must crazy. have like a sensor involved, but all of a sudden there were bike lights. Because when you saw me leave the house, I had that bike light. I was clipping to the back of my jeans. Yes. But then the bike just lit up. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So then, so Nick didn't like it the first time. He thought it was going to break. And then yesterday I was like, let's just go on like a 20 minute bike ride. It'll be fun, babe. Yeah. And and it was fun for, I would say, we were the out last, there for 30 minutes. Like I last the last 10 minutes. It was yeah. good. The first 20 like minutes movie. you didn't like. 
No, the first 20 minutes, I was like, why are we doing this? The, the, I'm, I'm riding so close to vehicles that windows open. We're driving the same pace here. Yeah. Uh, I can hear their music. I can, I'm inhaling their exhaust. Uh, it feels like um, every so often somebody's parked in the bike lane and you have to go around them, yet there are cars in this one-lane street that make it kind of interesting. Yeah. And uh, it is annoying. That part is annoying. Once we got out of that and we were like down a tree lined street in a residential area, you really perked up. I did. I liked it because we were in like a little uh, suburban neighborhood, it felt like. And we were, I felt like I was just riding bikes again. And we saw maybe the biggest sunflower I've ever seen in my life. Huge sunflower. There were things to. We uh, saw take. a cop arresting a tree. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, there was some weird stuff going he on. Was like, he was like f- shining a flashlight into a tree. Maybe they were looking for a cat. Little kitty in a tree or something. That felt like we went all of a sudden into like like a perfect little world. Yeah, it was nice. What's that movie where everything's in black and white? And the Godfather Three. Oh my god! So Pleasantville. Yes, that's so, what it felt like. Ridgewood. Um, what I've noticed on my one thirty-minute bike ride is um, that on the weekend, maybe it's the weekend. I don't know. It could be always. There are lots and lots of people smoking marijuana on the street. So many people. As you're riding quickly through these neighborhoods, you're passing a lot of groups of twos on stoops. Yeah. I'm just getting wafted of a weed smell. It's decriminalized in New York now. Yeah, is it? I don't know about that. I think people just don't really give a fuck. No, it is decriminalized. Yeah, but I don't know that. Small carry. I I still feel like you'll get uh, arrested for it. I just do. That's because you don't want to get arrested. Well, it's New York City, man. They're not that cool about anything. Like they'll arrest you for whatever reason. It That's doesn't true. Really Everyone's kind of a, yeah. But it does. It does seem like people don't give a shit. They're just out on the street having a good time. So good for those folks. And that's what you learn on a city bike, <laughs> folks. This has been City Bike Weekly. Every week we talk about the one time I rode a bike, <laughs> and that is the first installment. Next week, tune in. It's going to be the same exact podcast. Thank you so much. How do we get City Bike to sponsor us? We're going to do a podcast on the bike. City Bike sponsor, City Bank sponsors City Bike, <laughs> and City Bank sponsors uh, City Field, which is the New York Mets, and we're close. We're closer to that Ooh, stadium than we are. And to uh, play off of that, the last time I went to a Mets game, I was with, I was with someone who smoked a joint in like the smoking cigarette area, and I was like, you can't do that, and they were like, it's decriminalized. And, and I was and, shocked. And now they are in Rikers Island. Oh, my God. In the pen, folks. You know what's something we need to discuss? And it's not. It is reality television related. And it has nothing to do with our lives or the show we're going to talk about. Shep Rose on Twitter and Instagram. He posted that video on Instagram of him um you know, basically making fun of a homeless woman in the Lower East Side. I won't watch. I won't watch it. I watched it. It was awful. I won't watch it. It was upsetting. It's, I don't want to watch that. It, you, sh- it's it's basically him filming her and her going like, no, 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 and then she has she's uh, collected a bunch of cans to turn in. If you guys don't know, you can turn cans into this um, center, and they give you like five cents back for every can. It's like a recycling program. So you see people collect cans. And he's like, I like your cans. And then he like pans over to the cans while she's like, no, no. It's very bizarre. It's it's upsetting. It's not bizarre. It's like weird and wrong and like You don't think that was worth elitist a, a that's what she, uh, she said joke? It feels like very sexist and elitist. And I won't watch it's like, it. You can't be... Okay, but then here's the thing. I I wish I hadn't watched it. Then he was like defending himself to fans who called him out, and he was just like saying a lot of horrible things. Like uh, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna collect fourteen thousand cans in the East Village, you best believe I'm gonna exploit you for humor or something. Not a good now, look. Now, why did he say that? I don't know why he said that. That seems out of Shep's character. Well, See back on the cocaine. I don't know what allegedly. I don't, I don't know anything about Shep Rose to be honest, except for what I see on TV and only f- three seasons of it. You yeah. haven't really even seen anything else. But, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anything about Shep yet. But I don't want to know what these say, people are like yet. I'm on the journey right now. Shep's a Shep is a, a dreamboat through season three, pretty much. Yeah, he is sort of a golden boy right now. So so he shuts down his Twitter account. But then I was talking to. Um, you know, Julia, and it's like, that's the first rule of comedy. Don't make fun of the homeless. It is. We tell our the kids at our program, we teach that all the time. Yep. 
No one wants to hear you make fun of your butler. No one wants to hear you make fun of homeless people. Okay, yeah. folks? It's... That is the first thing we teach. Day one <laughs> yeah. is don't make fun of the homeless. And also, you can only do an impression of a race that you are. Yeah, that's, that's something... real important. <laughs> and I hate to say this. It's fun not to say that up front. Just so you get to see a few for free, and then you can tell the rule. Because oh my god! When you see it the first time, you're it's like, shocking. your parents are racist. Yeah, <laughs> like, my parents think it's funny. Your parents are racist, and also that was dead on. How'd you do that? <laughs> We're talking notes, folks. I just feel like Shep. You know what? You should sign up for our, our kids' comedy class. I think we'd be able to really point you in the right direction. Yes. Um. You know, uh, the other thing that we need to uh, discuss. Yeah. I mean, something I did watch on the internet. Uh-oh. Is the fact that you the never tra- watch anything on you the sent internet. it to me. I watched it. Oh, I sent it to you. Yeah, the trailer for the new season of the challenge is out, folks. The cast lists out everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and we I- have a big announcement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know We're gonna be on the challenge, guys. Uh Ashley um sent it over to me uh and uh I immediately watched it. I'm just curious, Ash. Just from that trailer that they gave you, what are the impressions that you're getting? What were your feelings? My feelings were that... By the way, this is War of the Worlds uh, Season 2 or whatever, Part 2. Or War of the Worlds 2, I guess it is. They're doing a direct sequel of The Last Game, The Last Challenge. Season 33, it was? That's right. So Season 34 is Part 2 of Season uh, 33, folks. And honestly, War of the Worlds is one of the best seasons they'd ever produced. Uh, let alone in the, it's probably the a- absolute best one of the last, man, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, what about ten bloodlines? years. Bloodlines. <laughs> bloodlines sucked. Invasion they, of the Champs invasion was good. Invasion was all right. No, because I liked, I liked, I liked Invasion. I liked Vendettas and Redemption or whatever the fuck it was. Final. You liked that better? Yes, I liked those two better than Bloodlines. What about and, Dirty 30? Dirty 30 I liked, kind of. I You know, I can't even fucking remember. But I do remember War of the Worlds uh, a few months ago. <laughs> you just like it because it was the most recent. Yeah, Turbo, man. He's my guy. <laughs> anyway, Ashley, first impressions of that trailer? Uh, lackluster. What? Really? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, explain. I just didn't see much action. There was like a fun sound clip from Wes. Um, I saw CT maybe getting in a fight, but like there was a fight. That was what got me all jacked up. I'm I like CT's back, baby. I'm and, done watching CT fight. I watched his marriage special. I don't. I'm not ready. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not interested in him fighting. Listen, uh, on the marriage special, he was emotionally fighting with his uh, dad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No, I'm. I'm ready for CT to get all fired eh. up because remember he he went off like episode two or something like in yeah. the last one i yeah. want him to be pissed off i want him to get drunk and punch a rookie i don't uh, I, I i i want he's him- too much of a physical threat he always like fucks someone's face up yes, bad I and i don't want to see that bring back the old ct one thing i did like was the location though i'll tell you what it got boring as shit looking Phuket, at that desert Thailand? yeah last season was all desert well, you're just like looking yeah, at sand all the boring. time every single where are they this time I, they're in, I don't know, some, it looked like a tropical place. Oh, okay. Yeah, did saying, you just make that up? <laughs> yeah. I thought you, that's, no, I thought that they was No, right. they've been to Phuket, Thailand oh. before. And uh, I, anytime I ever think of the location that the challenge is going to be, all I can think of is Phuket, Thailand. As a matter of fact, I've talked about it on this show. Because you like the name? I like the name. Yeah, it looks like, like a tropical it, place. With the P at H. And it was, um, it was just nice because it's like last season, every time, every time they did a daily, it was always in the desert. And it's just like, I'm tired of looking at sand. I need some visual change. Well, we're going to get it, baby. It's going to be all about the lizards. And I'm very excited Laurel's there. Yeah, that's what I and thought I'm you were And I'm very excited say. Jordan's there. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about the new oldies. That are yeah, but back. it didn't get me the same sort of like rush as, I don't know, the original War of the Worlds trailer. Like I didn't, I haven't watched this more than once. How about that? Did you? I never watch anything more than once. Oh, I'll watch so. it over and over again. Well, okay. Well, then that that's trailer telling. to the new Bruce Springsteen movie, Hello, Blinded by the Light. Mm-hmm. I've watched that trailer like fifty times. Now, do you know why it's all about Bruce Springsteen, and yet it's called Blinded by the Light, which is not a Bruce Springsteen song? No, I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know. You know, because Blinded by the Light, right? That's oh, not Springsteen. What is the song? What's the movie? It's Blinded by the Light. Oh, but like, why are they calling that? You don't know why. I don't know why. Bruce Springsteen wrote that song. Oh. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. He plays it in concert sometimes, baby. 
Um, anyway, uh, back to the challenge. My reactions? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll tell you, Ash. Uh, I was jazzed up by it. So much so that the big uh, reveal that you almost dropped uh, on us a few seconds ago is that I I had previously said I think I'm done recapping the challenge. You okay? Hold up. What? Nick is saying he previously previously said he thought he might be done. Nick was like, "We're done. We're not reviewing the challenge anymore. That's it. We're it's over. We have to take a break from the challenge. We're not going to review it anymore. We're not. We're going to review a different show." He was adamant about it. Yes. So this morning when we sat down for breakfast, I was like, "Nick, I think we should review the challenge." Recap, by the way. We're talking about the recap. By the way, we've recapped like the last three or four seasons of the challenge. So you should go check those out if you have. And if you're yeah, a fan. Yeah, it's a fun listen. Yeah, so I think we're back doing that. I, I, the, the thing is, the reason I didn't want to do it anymore is is there's a few reasons. Number one, it is time consuming, folks. It does take up a lot of time. It's like you can't do anything on a Wednesday. It's like, nope, got to do this. Yeah. Also, they come out with a season every two three months it feels like it's insane how it's quick the season, seasons are coming out i almost feel like this break that we've had yeah was a little longer than the breaks we've had in the past couple of ones because I think we were was. getting uh champs for stars and stuff and we we're it was and we were recapping those two we had we? like two yeah remember. we had like two years of back-to-back challenges because when they were doing the trilogy yeah of the uh you know the no you're invasion, right the this the that that was so quick and uh, I was so burnt out, and they weren't as good as they wanted to. I wanted them to be. War of the Worlds felt like a time where it was really good, but it, it, it took so much because it was it was an extended season. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like a two part, uh, you know, everything involved in. It was just the works. And at the end of that season of recaps, I looked at Ash and I was like, "I'm fucking done." That's number one. Number two is I find that there is so much challenge content out there. People are watching this show and commenting on it everywhere you go. Even cast members mm-hmm. are in the recap game. Mm-hmm. And there are just podcasts out there, which I'm sure you guys, a lot of you guys listen to them, and that's great, which are just like challenge dedicated reality podcasts. I don't know what the hell they talk about in the off season. I know they do a lot of interviews. It seems like these challenge people are pretty easily interviewed. Um, Ashley and I were very close to interviewing somebody on the challenge. And guess what, folks? I said I didn't want to do it. Can you guys believe that? I said I didn't want to do it. We had someone who was like, yeah, I'd love to come on the podcast and review. I'm really not interested in talking to these folks. Like, I want to keep maintaining I'm a fan of this thing. And that's it. I don't want to have a thing where I'm like, so what did what happened? What were your feelings here? I don't yeah. give a fuck. I want to talk about how that person looked like a dickhead <laughs> in their thing. And I don't want to feel like, oh, but what if we want them on the podcast? Yeah. This is not a challenge podcast. This is an Ashley and Nick podcast. I agree. We happen to like reality TV. It's a hook for the show. We watch that shit on our own time anyway. And then we go and recap these dumb fucking shows anyway. Man, I don't you need, got passionate about this. I don't this. need Devin in here ruining it, lying to our faces. About the fact that he's dating Marie. He's not dating Marie. You think Devin would come over here? <sighs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I was working on MTV. I saw that guy standing in a hallway looking at his cell phone. And I was like, boy, this guy is just some guy who nobody really gives a shit about. And yet I'm walking by him, noticing him and thinking he's really cool. Because I like the challenge. But he's just some fucking guy. They're all these fucking people that want to be on TV. They want to be in the press. We, I can, You know the guy can't inter- interview anybody right now? You know the guy could? I'll fucking interview Johnny Bananas in this apartment before I die. If I wanted to. <laughs> But I don't. What is happening to you right now? I got nothing else to talk about as far as city bikes go. So I figured I'd go I on a rant. I want to know if people who listen to our challenge recaps also listen to the regular pod. That's what I'm interested in. Are you are you a listener to the regular show? The Monday show, if you will. And you came from the challenge recaps? Please email us at realityblizzpodcast.gmail.com because I want to know if if we like get listeners from our recaps. Listeners, I apologize for my rant. I've had a lot of LaCroix today. Now, my real... Nick's drunk on seltzer. What I was trying to say was uh, I'm back in. This Watching this trailer yeah. got me pumped, got me stoked to the point where I'm like, we got to recap this shit. I think we might, yeah. It's what we do. We have to do it. I like watching it. I like talking about it. Me too. And I like, uh, you know. I like obsessively taking notes on it. 
You do, and I love that I don't want to take notes. I and find it, like, it feels like an ASMR activity almost, yeah. where I get to kind of, like, zone out. You like journaling. I you know what I mean? You like journaling. organizing thoughts. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm back in it. Here's what I was pumped about. I liked seeing the fact that Laurel was there. I liked seeing the fact that uh, Jordan was there. I liked uh, seeing the fact that Wes had a quippy quip that he threw, and they were... T- you know, um, we're going to get Georgia back. It looks, it, we're most likely going to get, uh, and I saw him in it. I can't tell if I saw any new of him, but Turbo. Yeah. I mean, this guy, is, is he, is he going to win two in a row here? Um, I'm very excited, as I, as I said before, the fact that it looks like CT gets into a physical altercation. Um, I want to know what happens when Devin and Bananas get back into the challenge mode. Are they going to tear each other's eyes out? It's uh, a lot of things um, I'm excited about. I'm excited about um, uh, Kyle's hair, which looks faker and faker every time I see it. So we'll see. uh, I mean, that's coming fast at you. It's like at the end of August, isn't it? Why? You know what? Is it September or August? August 28th. Yeah, it's like two weeks. Why does MTV have such a casting problem except for the challenge and this season of Are You The One? Did you know that Natalie from the challenge cast this season of Are You The One? Come one, come all. Natalie who? From Big Brother. I can't remember how her oh, last name. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because she is a uh, is a queer person? I don't know if that's the reason why, but I know that she cast it. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I'm glad. She's it's, got something to do. She's it, not that great on TV. I'll tell you what, it's my favorite season of Are You The One? And I think it has to do with casting. What was not casted well was X on the Beach Season 3. Folks, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about all of the drama happening over on X on the Beach Season 3, folks. If you haven't caught up, well, watch those first four episodes and then tune in. If not, well, we're going to talk about it anyway. It's going to be fun even if you haven't seen the son of a bitch. Stick around. That's right, baby. That's another LaCroix going down the hat. As we talk about X on the Beach season three, first couple episodes. So much product placement in this podcast. What? LaCroix (laughs) pays me $35 a year to uh, drink as many LaCroix as I possibly can (laughs) and tell everybody about it. So there you go, LaCroix. Um, Okay, so we watched the first four episodes, as I've said, 400 times. Uh, now, Ash, um, yes. I, w- I would like to, can I give my opinions? Just yeah, overall opinions please. of what I'm saying. Okay, so number one, it seems as though that they've altered this season from the other seasons yes. in a way to kind of make it seem like that they're doing something positive here. That's the past seasons, tough. it was like, they're like, obviously quickly getting people into relationships and then just bringing out their exes to make it ba- them look bad in front the of their exes. The past two seasons have fight. been like, come here, we're going to exploit you. Yes, and yes. please have sex in front of the camera. Yeah. And then while you're doing that, well, you're not, we're going to shuffle your ex in, you know, in the basement. Well, they did that too. And, uh, but, but I'm just saying the setup this time, instead of it just being like, I'm a fucking announcer that's going to say crazy fucking shit. This time it's more like, welcome to X on the Beach. We're trying to make sure that these exes get back together with each other. So this season, their exes and their nexts. Is your ex getting in the way of your next? Well, time to... V- so they're really trying to make you have time with these people. There, there are points in when you're doing cut ceremonies. Yeah. They used to have crushes, which was just like basically like saying, hey, what's up? I like you. Yeah. But this time you can put like a specific date chip in somebody's pineapple I and then they have to go on solo dates together. I do not understand the cut situation that is happening on the show because not everyone gets a chance to cut. Um, and that is bothering me. You can only cut this season if you have an ex in the house. Why'd they do that? Because they just want it to be more like it has something to do with the fact that uh, you you were dating this person and that's why they're judging you. And it used to be just like, which bitch do we not like? All right, cut this bitch. We're out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't, it, even but, though there has has been established some alliance, some mob mentality, yes. it's a little trickier 
order it's to different. do so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And also, I will agree with you. They are trying to put a spin They're on the show that it's like we're we're trying to see if like there's real love here, and we're we're here to help you. And it's almost like a you know how Temptation Island is like we're going to test the limits of your relationship to make sure it's strong. It's a similar vibe. It's a similar vibe. Honestly, a lot of the verbiage, a lot of the copy that we're seeing, Lil Romeo. Yeah, he's back. And he's shirtless. Nick likes him. I y'all. like I like what Lil Romeo does. I, I don't think wanna... he's the worst host on television. <laughs> I don't want to go off on that yet. P- put a pin on that if we can. Okay. So um, I'm hearing a lot of copy uh, that I'm hearing from Are You the One? That I'm hearing from Terrence J. Telling yeah. people like, "Come on, you guys are here for a reason." We're trying to work this out. You have to figure out whether or not you still have feelings for your ex or if that ex is getting in the way of your next. Like they they keep hitting those lines as if they're actually here for a positive reason. And truth be told, it seems as though the cast members themselves are here less to party, at least in their interviews, and more like not party in their interviews. This is what I'm getting. I, I yeah. know that sometimes I talk on this show and – I'm saying like six different sentences like mixed <laughs> in. And I'm trying to do my best to stop that. What you I mean don't is what do that, babe. I do. I'm telling you I do. Okay. I'm terrible at this shit. <laughs> I think you're so good. Okay, here oh, that's very nice. Cause you fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're the best. You're the best. Uh I've never listened to an episode. Um so what I'm saying is through their interviews, through the time when they're speaking to camera when they have time to think about their thoughts. The cast members seem to be there for the right reasons, a.k.a. reasons to sort of figure out whether or not a relationship should be next, should be exed, whatever. Last season, the season before, it was a lot more like, man, we're getting into some crazy shit right now, man. Like, what's going to happen? Oh, shit, that's my ex. I hate I don't that agree motherfucker. With you. I don't agree with you. What? I mean, what's her name? Shannon walked in and was like, I'm here for revenge. That is like. She's she's an ex. I'm talking about the Sangles. I'm talking about this. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do not do Romeo. Romeo says singles like this. Singles. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> now, singles. Pineapple. Um, No, no. I'm talking about the singles. There are singles and there are exes. The singles are here like, I'm here because I just can't get it together. And I kind of feel like That's they weren't true. like that. What about that big guy, Max? Is that Mark? his name? Yeah, Mark and his Elena came. That was his ex. He wasn't trying to rekindle anything. No, He's but like, he had I'm... to. He needed to end it. Right. He it had to be ended. That was a trick of editing. All right. So, but bottom line is, I like this show. I think that I, I like the changes that they've made. I don't mind the cast. Um, they're doing a lot of the same things where they're having like a a few people that are kind of linked to, fa- to famous people through social media. Then we have some people from the cat from the challenge, and we also have one old timer reality person, and that's Aubrey O'Day on this. She's fulfilling our Farah spot. If she's fulfilling Farah, who was Farah in the first season? I don't think there was. Was it Corey? No. Was no, it no, Angela? No, 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 no. I think they were like, let's let's mix it up, folks, and they mixed it up and, with Farah, and it worked. They got a couple of storylines out of it, and they're like, let's see if we could do this, Aubrey. Honestly, Aubrey has like more. It's more exciting to have Aubrey on this show because there's a possibility Polly D will show up on shore. Never gonna happen. Yeah, Polly's not gonna do that. Um, we watched Marriage Boot Camp. We watched Celebrity Marriage Boot Edition. Camp. So we talked about it on this goddamn show. You want to hear what we think about a uh, Marriage Boot Camp? I think we watched an entire season of <laughs> we that did. shit. That I loved a, it. That was a good show. <laughs> I loved there's it. There's like 65 Marriage Boot Camp seasons, yeah. by the way. Get that this, season get was one great. of them. Yeah, we TV, I think it is, uh, does marriage. One of your housewives was on it. Oh yeah, uh, Kim. Yeah, Kim from Beverly Hills, and and with that old man, and they yeah. were out of place, and Kim had to fake an orgasm on a Chase Lounge in front of everybody. That was a bad. There was that was a bad show, but I enjoyed that show. It was quite bad, a bit. good, bad, good. Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Here. X on the beach. Yes, they have revamped the format. They're trying to clean it up. They're making it more about love. Blah blah blah. It's not interesting. I'm not into this cast. I don't like what's the your, changes or not. What's the problem? Why is this? If you, I'm not interested in watching people. Season? I'm not interested in watching people try and find love. I'm not. Ash, we we spent all our time watching those shows. No, Are you the one? We watch Are You the One because it's fun to watch drunk people try and do math. That's okay? not what they're doing now. Yeah. This well, is a different one. Come one, come all, Ash. It's about it's You're still, living in the past, it's Grandma. Still hot drunk people trying to do math. Like you could be my match. I don't know. And they're all so drunk, and that's fun. 
I don't. I we tried to watch The Bachelor. We're clearly never going back to The Bachelor, no, so we right should just now. talk about I it. I can't do that. We right tried now. to watch it. We didn't like it. I'm not into that I sort of show. It. it was just too much for me. You're putting words in my mouth now, Brooke Roberts. You like The Bachelor? I don't believe. I think you. I did like it. No, you would have wanted to rewatch. That's it. the one where you would have wanted to. No, watch no, that's I, the one where they're playing mini golf. <laughs> Playing mini golf and falling down. Holy moly, greatest show on television. Listen, for, Ash, you're you're full of shit. What about when we, you, you didn't like? You don't think the best reality show we watched all year was Temptation Island? It the was, reboot? but it wasn't about people falling in love. It was about people trying not to fall in love. Ash, that, that's this, almost the same show. No, it's different. What's the all right? So, but, but you liked last season, X on the Beach. Yeah, yeah. Why, Nelson? What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? I like Angela. There was more people on last season who I liked. What about Devin on this season? Yeah, I have. I'm having an issue with Devin, man. I wish that I wasn't. I really, really liked Devin. I did. I never watched his Are You the One season, um, but I loved him on the challenge. Heads He's up, so... folks. We're gonna do an episode in which Ashley. Uh, I'm gonna get Ashley just to watch season uh, three, episode one of Are You the One, so she could see Devin's origin story. And I was thinking that we could do origin story episodes. Anyway, proceed. I, I, you know, on the challenge, Devin is incredible. He's smart. He's funny. I like what he does. I find him charismatic. I find him fun to watch. What happened with him and Johnny Bananas was such a bummer. Was that last season? No, it was the season before. It was that whole thing bummed me out. I, I don't want to see Johnny. I don't want to see Devin. I'm, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to come back on Devin, but that reunion where it's like and 30 minutes later and then it cuts to Devin like standing over Johnny being like what are you gonna do I don't I'm the magic's gone and it hurts it hurts so you're all pissed off about this show now so here's the thing we have we should maybe just go do what we normally do I want to say what I was gonna I want to say something cast before I start talking about some other shit we're gonna go through the cast but what I want to say is that we were watching this show and I'm like I don't like it I don't like it you know I'm kind of zoning in and out don't like it you know and then at one point I we were watching a lot of episodes back to back at one point I was like hey I think I like this show and then I was like, wait a minute, what changed? Why do I all of a sudden like this show right now? And it was because Marie had been introduced. And I was like, oh, Marie's being funny. She's making me laugh. I like the show. And then as soon as I realized it was her that was making me like it, I stopped liking it again. And I just like Marie scenes now. Yeah. And that's how I feel. Well, I'm weirded out by Marie scenes. That's how I feel. I like Marie scenes when she's not with Devin. All right. So <laughs> how let's... do you feel about Devin, babe? I want to go through the cast list, and I'll tell you how I feel about everybody. I can't believe you let me spill my guts. No, because it needed to be said, because the, the bottom line is I like the show for some reason. I just like trashy shit, and you don't like this show, and I thought you liked trashy shit like me, so much so that we started this podcast. Now Babe, you're gonna go you and promised not, me millions of dollars if I did this podcast Yeah, you got to wait. You gotta wait. It's coming. Okay, first up in the singles, we got Aubrey O'Day singles. from Danity Kane. Aubrey O'Day, um, she seems kind of stable at first, and then she kind of loses her shit a little bit. But uh, I wasn't thrilled to see her here. I think you actually like Aubrey more than I do. I think you think Aubrey's better TV than I do. I thought she was good TV um, on the Celebrity Rehab. And then on this, or Celebrity Boot Camp, Marriage, whatever, she was also on Celebrity Rehab, I think, right? I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> How did she meet Polly D? They met on yeah, a reality Celebrity show. Rehab. I don't know. I think, what does it matter? Listen, first of all, you, how do you feel about her on this show? Uh, I'm having a hard time watching her. She's makes him, she makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. She, I like you know her how, better than Farah. You know how Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm makes you uncomfortable? As Catherine doesn't make me uncomfortable. Well, you said in our recap of season three that like when you watch it, there's like I feel tension. Bad for her. Yeah, that's yes. kind of how I feel with Aubrey because I feel like she's, I don't know, she doesn't seem like. I, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not getting a necessarily like stable vibe off of Aubrey. Well, she started screaming at one at one point that she's the Beyonce of this bitch. Yeah, her obsession with being like the the queen of the house and the main diva and all of that. I find like that need to establish her identity. It, it it's it feels like a red flag, and I don't enjoy it. 
And has as a she, viewer, has she had any exes come in the house yet? No. Okay, so we still don't know who's coming in. Who? For her. It's Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and or Pauly D. D. Neither yeah. one of them are going to come on the show. I mean, Pauly I should come on the show. He works for the network. I bet the girl that she dated comes on the show. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, they talked about her a yeah. little bit. That's what they should do. Okay, who we got next? Mark. From Big Brother, he's that big guy, big dumb Mark's guy. Mark's a big dumb guy. Ashley thinks he's hilarious. Laughed I laughed out loud at once. a joke. He Mark did made. one thing, and I laughed, and I regret it. Uh, Mark and um, and uh, Aubrey hit it off at first. Mark is smitten with Aubrey. Then Mark's uh, ex comes in the house. The best thing about Mark's ex was his. The best thing about Mark was his ex. Her name is Elena, and she was like totally genuine and shocked to be there. And she just was giving us good TV. And then they voted her out. Yeah, she was funny on the interviews, and she had a lot to say. I liked her, and they voted her out. Who's next on the Sangles? Michi Harris. Michi, who dated Black China. That's yeah. how we know him, even though I did not know him. Um, he seems like he's there just to have fun. He hooked up with Kenya. Kenya. And then we haven't really seen or heard much of him. No, but he started uh, talking to Shannon, Shannon, who is an ex that we'll talk Ugh. about. And then Kenya got pissed off. And, and by went, the way, I'm making and went and hooked up with Anthony, who is an ex. I'm making that noise, uh, not because of Shannon, who I do like. I liked her on her Are You the One season. I liked Jalas too. I liked her on her Are You the One season. But I do just find this cast to be missing something. Don't you feel it? Yeah. Are you I, just yeah. saying that? A star I, maybe? I don't know. Is there not a star here? Who was the star on the last season? Farah, but like who else? Um. Well, I mean, last Nerys season. Nerys and Deandra? No, they weren't the stars. I mean, Farah was the star. Yeah. And she was acting out and acting crazy in the first half of the season. So it was kind of her. Um, you know, I, I, there was some, you know, there was some people on that show that I liked, some people on the show that I didn't like. I don't like. remember one person on that show that I liked. Morgan? Oh my God. Was she the star? Malcolm was on that season too. Malcolm had a lot Maybe going on. Maybe X on the Beach just has a casting problem. It's always like a C-Squad. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's definitely a C-Squad. So is Devin the, the, was Nelson the Corey of season one and Devin's the Nelson of season three? Well, no, Nelson, have like was a guy ex, from, Nelson was an ex that came in halfway through the season. Oh, that's right. They always have a guy from the challenge on though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this is, this is dumb people trying to do math right now. Um, Listen. Let's just continue. I don't know why you keep derailing us, Ash. Cameron Armstrong from Boy Band and The Rookie. Got beautiful eyes. Hooked up with Jaless. Told her he loved her. Hooked up with Jaless. Told her he loved her. Jaless very smitten with this man. Then Alexis comes in, who is his ex. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he seems like he's like, oh, shit, I forgot I love this woman. Uh, and kind of put Jaless on the back burner. Yeah, I feel bad for Jaless. And she's like having fun in paradise. She thinks she's falling in love with someone. And then their ex-girlfriend shows up and they immediately ignore her. That sucks. And they have similar looks except for the fact that Jaless is incredibly more endowed than this woman. This Nick, is like you a had to say that on the podcast. <laughs> That's all I mean, you ever talk about when we're off the podcast. Jaless is... Uh, I, what? She's spilling out. I mean, she is just spilling out Nick, every which way. You better edit this out. I'll say it in a very positive way. She's, she's spilling out. In a very positive, in, in a very body positive way. I do think she's probably the most attractive person I, in the house. I think so too. Obviously, what? I'm not. That has God. nothing to do with the fact that she's spilling out. Oh my God, <laughs> Billy from What Happens at the Abbey and the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Billy's spilling out as well. He's a big boy. Billy is a giant, and you were like, he. They better put him on the challenge because he's such a big he's dude, a, and he's a monster, and he also has a uh, fluid sexuality, which is they need more of that shit over there on the challenge. They really do, and I hate to be that shit, but the challenge was very straight, like painfully, it's like and, and I don't straight. hate to be this guy, but uh, in a, it's a, a toxic straightness happening on the challenge mm -hmm. um and uh it really needs a big old shake up when it comes to the vibe for people that are not straight uh males on that show yeah. because the vibe if you're not a straight male on the challenge there's just a lot of shit that comes out on reddit where you're like yeah you didn't hear about this and you're like oh my god 
they need Wait, what to, are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about the tying Amanda to a chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the and and the history of strange... Of misogyny. And, and worse. Yes. You know, Assault. even assaults, Sexual assault. if you will. Yeah. That they do not air. Well, I don't obviously. know if getting a pansexual man will fix that. But He's it... big as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to tell that man what to do. He can police it. He seems like a sweet man as well. He seems like a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, but he's still he's still susceptible to the trappings of misogyny. Uh, yeah, maybe not. But, but honestly, I've watched four episodes of the guy. He seems like he's like a has a real head on his shoulders. I will folks. say Billy is coming out pretty strong. He's looking good over here. He is. I didn't like him at first because I just didn't. He didn't bring much to the table. He looks like a giant thumb. As I've watched him, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy's like a little, like a sweet little teddy bear. And that he cried. He's cried on camera multiple times. That paired with his like um, ripped ass body makes me. It's endearing. It's endearing. He's sweet. He's like the Beast in Beauty and the Beast or something. And but and then honestly, it's. Does this make me sound bad? Does this make me sound bad? What are you about to say? It's quite endearing that his first ex was a trans woman. I don't think that makes you sound bad. I, I, it's like sounds like I'm like uh, pandering, but uh, it does. It, it it just may. It's just like look at this giant fucking white man. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like he's so happy that uh, there's an ex there that because uh, finally he's going to be able to. He talk was to lonely somebody. in the house. Super lonely. It turns out to a, a, a trans woman and. Um, in the twist of a century, this man's so happy that this woman has come to talk to him. Uh, half an episode later, it's uh, him at an interview being like, eh, I just don't like this person. Uh, yeah, I think that, I don't know what the hell happened between. And that is. There must have been some editing shit because it's like when she got there. What's her name? Uh, she just got voted off. She came in and came out. Yeah, baby. came in and came out. And and she wasn't. Uh, was it Kara? Kara? It was Kara. Kara. Nope, it was Kara. Okay, so she, when she got there, he was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. Like, let's talk. You know, things didn't end. How, um, you know, things didn't end permanently. There was no closure. And then we saw them talking a couple of times. And at one point, he was like, This is strained. What we're doing. This doesn't feel natural. What we're doing. Do you think the thing was because he had a lot of backstory? uh, You know, his autobiography that he gave us basically included the fact that he he has just kind of fully come out yeah um in the past like month about uh who he really is as far as his uh sexuality goes and all that good stuff and so he's now living a more free life and when he had first met Kara he was not it was the opposite and now um it seems like that they had a hookup. This is what it reads to me. And he maybe doesn't have so many exes to pull from or something. And I don't know, but, or maybe we'll see a bunch more throughout the season. And this was just the first, it didn't seem like their relationship it seemed like they didn't really even know each other really, because when they kind of, when he came, uh, um, you know, when the show, when he did his little, I, I can't fucking think anymore. I'm just saying, like, you know what? They didn't have any chemistry when I was watching them talk to each other, and they weren't sort of referencing like good times. So I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that didn't seem like they had any uh, connection. Yeah, I felt that as well. And that it was just like some sort of uh, producers called this person because they kind of went through. Well, he wouldn't have given them her name, you know, if like. They didn't have some sort of a history. I'm sure when you're getting screened for the show, they're like, list your eight exes in the past year or whatever. Anyway, so she eventually, spoiler alert, uh, gets sent home. That's in episode four. She seemed nice, but she didn't bring anything to the table. Didn't bring anything to the table, and they didn't seem to really have any sort of issue with the fact that they weren't hitting it off. Like They were like, yeah, we're not hitting it off, and so that's how it will be. We're not going to work on this. And then, um, uh, what's that guy's name? His name is Billy. Billy starts. Cake Billy. Billy starts uh, uh, getting smitten with two of the Carlisle with twins. One, it's Kaplan, Le- Lexi Kaplan, and Allie Kaplan. Who and the he, hell are these women? He was cuddling up with Lexi Kaplan. I don't know. I didn't like them. I, God, Who are they? You know what? Maybe I do like the show because now that I'm like looking at Lexi at her picture, I'm like she's kind of fun. Who are they? I don't know who the hell they are. They're artists. They're artists from Instagram. You know what? I don't like them. I take it back. And and it seems like one of them dates and the other one hangs out. Like, I, I doesn't seem... Because in the beginning, uh, they both they went on a seem, date with Devin. This is the problem with these twins. They seem cool. 
That's it. They seem cool. They seem like they would be fun to hang out with. I'd want to be friends with them. They seem interesting. They do not seem fit for the X on the Beach reality house. Okay? They're they're really, right now, they're just dialing in a saltine cracker in terms of entertainment. Well, they seem to think it's cool that there's twins on the show. That's which reality shows That's will their, do that every once in a while. They're one hook. It, it, they'll just drop twins on us as if like that makes sense. And it doesn't make sense in this at all because they're both singles and one and you know like they're both we're going to spend multiple episodes where one of their exes come in and then the other one's ex come in. like I don't care that much about their twin the only story. reason to have twins on there is if they have the same freaking ex and they're going to fight about it that's yeah. the only thing I want to Do see th- and it doesn't seem like that's what they're leading to I don't think that either of these girls have ever dated anybody no I saw a clip of this show as uh, this se- in the z- this season on preview and there's a man with long hair who's angry with one of them about how the- he got treated in their relationship Okay. Well, so. I you know what I I don't know. They seem awesome. I don't want to watch them. They don't Do you seem understand awesome that? at all. I think they're awesome. They're artists. That's cool, Nick. They paint things and then put their butts on them. They're pretty. Well, I don't know. Okay. Maybe they're a, a six. That's a. I, I'm not really rating a woman. That's what I saw in the preview. Devin say about Marie. Nick was like doing an inside joke for me on the podcast that you guys would not understand. If you saw the preview, you could see that Devin called uh, Maria six next episode. Listen, next cast member. So so far, I don't like anyone. Is that right? Oh, I guess I like Billy sort of. He's He's yeah. I'm I'm warming up to Billy, but you know what? Not enough to be invested in this show. Who's the next? There's no one hooking me. The uh, this next person is the one person. One out of two people who might be able to hook me, Kenya. Kenya. So Kenya's in here. From Are You the One? And uh, uh, she I, hooked up with Cameron. We talked about that. The problem with Kenya is that she was on a shitty season of Are You the One. The good thing about her is that she was the best part of that season, but she still feels. You know how like there's this thing with comedy where if a show, if if, if a stage has enough bad comedy shows, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. You walk back into that stage and you kind of feel a bad feeling of comedy that has died. Nick, do you understand what I'm talking about? Sure. That is how I feel with Kenya. I remember her Are You the One season. I'm like, I like you, but you're carrying the baggage of that bad season. And then she's got a couple of exes that have, or one ex that has come in the house. And that's the person that she was the perfect match with yeah. on that bad season of Are You the One? Mm-hmm. And his name is Tevin. And Tevin hasn't done shit in the two episodes he's been there. Yeah. Hasn't done anything. He made her cry. Uh, he came in and was like, whoa, you hooked up with like three guys on this show already? Well, I guess we're not going to get back together. So let's do our own thing. Yeah. They're like, yep, I guess that's how it goes. Okay, Jalas is next. She's um from Are You the One? And she's also a former NFL cheerleader for the Houston Texans. Hello. Didn't know that. Nick's so- in love with her. <laughs> and the next cast member we have. <laughs> so Gilles has uh, an ex. Uh, her ex is Anthony from the Are You the One show. Um, he's like a little weaselly son of a never bitch. Never liked him, never will. And then in a twist of uh, something something, Anthony has an ex, Shannon, Shannon. who comes in I from like the Are You the One show. She's bubbly. And it looks as though and unhinged, which I like. It looks as though that Anthony and Shannon are the ones that are trying to either work it out or not work it out. Basically, Shannon came in there saying, I'm going to get revenge. And then eight seconds later was like, I kind of like him. Yeah. And then like the next day was like, we love each other. And Anthony's like, "Mm, no, let's just hook up and then have me say that I don't like you a thousand times on camera. And that's what's happened. Yeah. Anthony's a little weasel. Not interested. (laughs) Don't like Anthony. Why do all these beautiful women like Anthony? Um, he's got a cool accent. That's ridiculous. Oh, come on. You thought about it. I did think you know about I'm it. Right. I think that you're ridiculous. Though. Hey, my name is Anthony. Nick, he does not sound he does. like he that. He kind of sounds like a suave guy. Oh, my he's God. Got a suave guy uh, beard. I like Jaleste. She's fun. I don't want to watch her get just like played, which Listen, is basically we, what the first four episodes We all were. love Jaleste. All right. You don't have to sell me on her. Who was the girl that got in a fight with Taylor Selfridge on the X on, on the Are You the One season where that guy, the Prince of Norway, that's not his name, but that is his like Twitter handle, who's the creator of all of the staying relevance. What's his name? Joe? Joe. Okay. Joe had his ex come on and it was Taylor Selfridge. You remember Taylor? Yes. Hooked up with Corey. 
Okay, yep. spit on Alicia. Yes. She got in an argument with someone there. Was it Jaless? I need to know, Nick. I have no idea. In in staying relevant? No, on Are You the One? <sighs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going with the cast list. <laughs> Next one's Devin Walker. Okay, so now we have Devin, and his ex seems to be Marie. Okay, so I'm glad that it took us this long. Is there any more after that? I mean, there's more exes we haven't talked about. Uh, is there more uh, singles? Oh, no, that's it for singles. Okay, so Marie shows up, and it turns out that they're exes. What? How? Then the story becomes, oh, no, Marie's been pining for Devin, and Devin has never given they're her a shot. They're all over the place with their Marie-Devin story. Huh? Then Devin grabs Marie, says that he's so happy that she's there, and makes out with her on camera in the most awkward kiss since uh, Vinny kissed uh, Elle in the uh, Oval Office. <laughs> And if you know what oh, I'm talking about, God. then you know what I'm talking about. That wasn't L though, uh, but I do know what you're talking about. Uh, what was her name? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. No. What but, the L? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I am not buying this Marie Devon thing. I think the both of them are little scam artists who try to get themselves on these shows. We all know that's like des Marie's like desperation as far as getting on these shows on her social media. She's crazy messy on social media in a way that kind of is embarrassing, in my opinion, where she's like trying to get on these shows really bad. Oh, my God. That's um, so interesting that you think that. I disagree. I don't think she's trying to get on the shows. I think she is messy and I love it. Yeah. No, she's. I think she's just messy as a person. And I think she's just like firing off on Twitter because I think that she that is like her way of creating a boundary is like being a maniac on Twitter. I think she's desperately trying to get on these shows like everybody else but i can I smell think she's it on her. rich and i think she doesn't need to be on the shows okay well what do you mean you can smell it i on can her? just tell that she's like how am i gonna get myself cast on the next show and i think that her and i feel like Devin is the same way and i feel like the both of them devised the plan in order to tell people that they've always had a will they won't they relationship and we dated for a second but didn't and I think it would be really interesting to play out. I feel no chemistry between the two of them as far Zero. as relationships. And that also seems to come off to Marie where she's like, I don't know if this guy likes me. And then Devin does not talk about Marie when she's not when he's not with Marie. I bet Marie likes Devin. I believe that Marie likes Devin. I don't believe they ever dated. And I don't think that they're right for each other. And that's my that's my professional opinion. I think that you could possibly be right. And there's also a possibility that neither of them like either of them. And uh, I will say that is Marie is the only, the only character, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, that made me think I liked the show. And it did last for about yeah. five minutes where I was like, oh, I, I, this show's pretty good. Yeah, I understand that. And it's it, same thing for me. I like Marie a lot. I don't want to watch her with Devin, though. I think this is uh, possibly a bad format for her. She needs to hook up with, I don't know, Billy. Get someone, get in get there. Billy. Get Billy. Billy. The thumb. Yeah. Listen, I think that's all I have on this show. I think so too. I'm all of a sudden so burnt out. So, what's your rating of the of the first four episodes? Yeah. Um. Let's say out of five stars, I give it uh, a two point eight. Oh wow, that's way lower than I thought you were gonna give it. No, because of a a five star show is holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's something Best where I'm like, let's watch the second episode. Or like, you know, a five-star show would be, I would say, a few episodes of The Challenge this year. I would say that a few episodes, I would say that final episode of um, uh, Temptation Island was a five, I mean, five-star is five freaking yeah, stars. that's big. Uh, a one-star show? Well, that would be, what show have we watched that really just Very Cavalry. Very Cavalier is a one-star show, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay? Um, I'll give it two. You know, it's it's 2.5 <gasps> is, is one and a half more than that. You know? Season one of X on the Beach brought us Chelsko. Who is Chelsko in this house? No one. And that is what I'm talking about. The twins about. are kind of Chelskos. No. They are not Chelskos. What are you, crazy? They're weird. No. They're not bringing anything to the table like Chelsko did. Where's Tori? Where's Anissa? <laughs> All right, folks, that's the podcast. I'm going to rate it. I got to rate the show. No, you don't. I you don't like your it. Rating. Okay, what's your rating? D minus. You didn't even <laughs> stick with the stars? How are we supposed to figure out who likes it more? 
All right, here we go. Uh, that's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor. Give us recommendations at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's N-I-C-K-M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And folks... Rate us five stars on the Apple Podcasts app. You know you want to. If you haven't done it, it's so easy. Scroll to the bottom of our page on the Apple Podcasts. Hit that fifth star. Write a little something nice, and Ashley and I will laugh and run to the bank and uh, laugh. Okay, folks, that's all we got. Billy, you're cool. The rest of you, you suck. Goodbye. <laughs>